the days Harper needs a half day off, throw him at DH, slide Castellanos to right, Schwarber to left. Oh, no. I you might got, be on board. You got the pop. You got the flexibility, like you just said. And even on top of all that, you're keeping your MVP happy. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the 3-0 where we talk all things Major League Baseball. Here's Kyle Corwin and Nate Reyes. It all starts right now. Welcome back to the 3-0 Take, presented by Big League Chew. This is episode 267. I'll be your host, Kyle Corwin, and I'm here with my co-host, Nate Reyes. Nate. Just one week closer, my man. Almost there. One week closer, and I got to admit, I uh, I celebrated a little early. I got a FaceTime call from my brother Friday night. Um, mm-hmm. He had to run to run over to Walmart, mm-hmm. pick up some stuff, and I get a FaceTime from him, and he goes, look what I found, and he pans over. They had just stocked Topps 2022 oh, yeah? baseball cards, like fresh out of the box. So I'm like, uh, yeah, I'd given up honestly. I was, I, I've yeah. been, I've been to the store too many times over the past few weeks trying to look for them. No luck. So I was just like, whatever, I, I give up. So I was like, uh, yeah, go ahead and go ahead and grab me a box or two. So we, uh, we had him over him and his girlfriend the other night. We were just having pizza and some games, whatever. And he brought them, and I was like, I can't wait. I. I don't mean to be rude, but I'm just gonna have to rip open and <laughs> rip open this box like right now. Licking the pizza grease off your fingers. Yeah. Well, <laughs> I, I cleaned up. I'm a responsible adult before I played with my baseball cards. Uh <laughs> anyway, so I open up and I gotta say I have a bone to pick with tops. Oh. I mean it's not the, it's not their fault, but listen listen to this card that I get. It's a it's a home run challenge. All right. You can see it here. You pick the game that you think okay. that the player is gonna hit a home run. Yeah. And if you if you guess correctly, it says you'll win a parallel card. And it says, feeling brave, go all or nothing and double down to predict if the ball will travel more than 425 feet for a special parallel card. My issue with this, of all people, I get Fernando Tatis, Tatis Jr. Yeah. So it's like, when am I supposed to pick a game <laughs> if I don't even July? know that he's going to be playing? <laughs> yeah, you're going to have I'm, to hold off for a hot minute. I mean, it says expiration date. October second, so I mean I, I can I can time. wait this out, but wait this out. You could wait it out until he like starts to get a hot streak going, because when he gets hot, he gets hot. And I over four twenty five, I would double down. What I don't want to double down. I just I just want the card. Wow. I want to I want to win something. What's a parallel card? There's people that are going to be screaming into the earphones right now, but I, I'm pretty sure it's one of those like shiny holograph card holograph what is it hologram holograph cards what's the double down prize it's a special parallel card so it's it's possible maybe it's like an auto or something ah, i say go all in just hit nukes i'll wait till they're in colorado hit, yeah th- there you go there you That's go a good call it's a good call look at that plan yeah i do that that makes sense i like that Jeez. wow that was easy enough now i just gotta wait till uh what if all back? their games are done by june <laughs> then you're gonna have to back to square one hope he hits the san diego streets honestly i got some uh got, it, it was a i will say it was a box of cards designed just for me i got a i got a juan soto f- stars of the mlb card i got a bryce harper like look at the look at i mean i'm not trying to sit here and promote tops or any anything but i mean they are baseball cards so 
I mean, they put Joey Gallo on one. Look at this. Uh, going a little too far here. Stars of MLB, Joey Gallo. Come on. Let's 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 slow the roll a little bit there, Tops. No, but they got uh, – I got a Xander card. I think it's actually my first Xander card I've ever gotten, which is pretty sweet. Mm. Um, That'll look good next year when he's in a different jersey. All right. <laughs> oh, I wanted to show you this one. I can't find it. There's a uh, – ah, oh, here they are. Look at that. Bryce Harper, stars of MLB. That one's clean. And then you got a nice Juan Soto one, stars of MLB. Anyway, it was a, it was a nice way to get uh, money get well ba- spent. Get the baseball juices flowing a little early. I don't even have – if I do get more, which I haven't bought new cards in forever, i got to get like a whole other binder, more of those sleeves. I don't have any of that stuff. Amazon. Yeah, I mean, those things are pretty inexpensive. It's just the cards now. The cards are just yeah. getting outrageous. But if you find them retail, you're in good you're in good shape. But Nate, I will say, if you're if you're a guy like Carlos Correa, I don't really think you need to be worrying about the price of cards or anything like that because you can probably afford it. You can afford everything. One of the one of the major dominoes to fall. Carlos Correa, three year, hundred and five point three million dollar deal with the Twins. I I think the point three million was intentional. I believe that was for some sort of like rankings in terms of where he ranks on contracts as of right now. I don't know if that's like an AAV deal. Yeah. I couldn't remember if it was an infielder thing or, or what, because I know right now his a or his average salary is behind only Scherzer, Cole and trout. Hmm. So yeah, it must've been an infielder thing. I think he's now the top, the highest paid infielder. It couldn't have just been one Oh five. It had to be one Oh five point three. It was, it was very clear in the headlines that that was purposeful. So how do we, how do we feel about Carlos Correa to the Twins? Um, so I I got to flex a little bit. I didn't get two out of the three. I did get one out of the three. You knew about this, where I said um, I was I was saying that Story Freeman and Correa, two of the three, were going to sign a short term deal, kind of bet on themselves, and then hit the market again. This is not a three year deal. It's a one year deal. There's two opt outs for both player opt outs, right? Yeah, uh, opt out after both. Yeah. the first two years yeah so this is most likely a i mean he's got two safety nets you know what i mean say he plays this year and he has some injury issues only plays you know 80 games 90 games whatever he's got that safety net to fall back on still a big contract the following year um or best case scenario he goes off and you know is in the mvp conversation and then re-hits the market to go find a more desirable location let's i mean let's be honest that the the twins were probably not his top choice. Um, I I don't see them doing anything but getting bounced in, in the first round like they always do, even with Correa, even with Buxton. Um, it's not it's not bad for the Twins. I just I I don't know. It just it feels like a waste of money in some ways. <clears throat> yeah, I'm not I'm not really interested in hearing these these upcoming pressers for Correa, whereas um. I've been looking forward to playing for the Twins for like sh- no, oh, yeah, you're man. here to get your bag. Yeah. I mean, you got your bag, but you're here to get that yeah eight to ten million or eight to ten year bag, and that's really the only reason you're here because you're not there to win. No, of all no. the places so, I mean, to go to yeah. try to win, it's not Minnesota, so. and that's that's what this is. That's what this is. Is I mean, what is he's 27 to during turning 28 in the season. Um, that's what this is. It, this is a get my bag show everybody that I am worth this by performing well at least one out of these three years and then rehitting the market at the latest at 30 years old um, and still on the map for a long-term six- or seven-year deal. 
it's smart. It's a genius contract. I just don't understand the location. I don't. I don't see what the point of it is. Uh, this and this and Chris Bryant. You know, the Rockies and the Twins aren't competing for a ring this year or next year. But at the very least, with with KB, I respect the move from the aspect of location. Like, okay, he said he you, loves Denver. If you don't want to win, presser, yeah, yeah. He, yeah. he was like, they've always been like they've been good to my family. This has been a good place. Yeah, it's like I get that, but you're you're only you're not only giving up the winning aspect by going to Minnesota. You're giving up like Minnesota. Come on now. Yeah. Well, I mean, you're giving up good weather. He's he's you know rarely played in cold weather at the beginning of his year, uh, being in Houston, and you're you're getting into a pitcher's ballpark. That's a big outfield. So I'm curious to see. You know, there's going to be a drop off in numbers. They, they, there has to be a drop off in offensive production. Um, I think I think even just based on how last year went, there was bound to be maybe a little bit of a drop off because I mean he's coming off a, a career like, year. Yeah, for which sure. you, you could argue maybe one of one of his best, if not his best. He put up a seven point two WAR. Uh, it was a two seventy nine hitter with twenty six bombs, ninety two ribbies, and one hundred hundred four runs scored. Yeah, I this is this kind of reminds me of potentially an opportunity like like when Machado went over to San Diego where he kind of uh, even for us you and I were open about not being a huge fan of Manny and then the narrative started to change a little bit right the Padres started to turn it on a little bit and then most of the attention was on Tatis and it's a fun ball club and then you kind of forget how you know whatever your feelings about Machado were right this could be something similar for Correa. A little different, um, you know, considering the scandal and everything, but still something to where he could potentially help his name. Now, if he goes and, and he decided to go to a big market this offseason, I, I think that scrutiny is immediately there, right? If he goes to either a New York team, if he goes to Boston, if he goes to L.A., like wherever these places he, you know, potentially talked about, that scrutiny is coming immediately because those teams are already hated when they travel on top of, you know, the scandal. So when you go to Minnesota, you're like, oh, well, we'll just forget about you. Very similar to his former skipper, A.J. Hinch in uh, Detroit. Exactly. Go there, lay low, play another radio a little bit. Lay low, and then, you know, best case scenario, you could be a hero for that city and completely change your your narrative on your career and, and your smudge, you know, publicly. Um, so there's the smudgeness. So <laughs> I, I think it's, it's somewhat smart on, on his side and his camp, but not, uh, I don't, I don't see why the twins are, are putting that kind of bag towards him. I'm if for nothing else, I'm looking forward because I was reminded on Twitter the other day that, uh, he and Joe Kelly are in the same division now. Will yeah. it, will anything happen with it? Who knows? Maybe not, probably not, but yeah. just the potential there, you know, playing a, Solid number of games against one another. Yeah, yeah. We'll see. Point. Time Good will point. tell. Uh, but I, I know you mentioned it being a pitcher's ballpark. I did see uh, Correa has actually, all things considered, done pretty well in Minnesota as a visiting player. Um, he is 26 for 63, which comes out to about 413. Uh, he's got five bombs, 20 ribbies. Um, his 1.205 OPS is the highest at any ballpark where he has played four or more games. There you go. He must see the ball there pretty well. I mean, they have that huge 
hitter Zion center field. So, you know, I could be wrong. I just, I, you going from one of the best hitters ballparks in, in the, in the game to a pitcher's ballpark is, is going to change some stuff. So maybe power numbers go down a little bit, but, uh, get your bag, I guess. Uh, what do you got to lose? You know what I mean? This is a this is a perfect contract for what he's doing, for what he's planning on doing. I feel like that's been the theme for a few of these recent transactions. Uh, get your bag, I guess. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> some, yeah, yeah, some of these moves just make no sense, but I guess yeah. time will tell. No, it's. I mean, uh, were the were you? Did you ever feel like the Red Sox were that high on him? Do you feel like that was all fluff? Uh, it. I'll be honest with you. It scared me a little bit. How serious i thought they may have been on him because i was just like they're gonna try to do with xander what they're now doing with story they're gonna either try to bump him to one side of short or the other Mm -hmm. and they're gonna put correa there which i was not like not only are we getting this clown you're taking you're taking my favorite guy and bumping him to a position that's not his and you're gonna try to make them work together i was not a fan of that I'm, i'm glad it didn't yeah. Uh, but I, to answer your question, I do think there was probably probably a little more legitimacy to this than there was, say, like the Freeman to Boston situation. I, uh-huh. I I think this one was probably more needed in the eyes of the front office. Yeah, I do think this was probably the most legitimate consideration the Yankees had of the free agents. And I was terrified. I was I was really scared because I didn't I didn't. I feel like I'm in the minority of of Yankees fans that didn't want this to happen, which didn't make sense. Very to me. weird. It didn't make sense to me. Uh, the prospects coming up, and and I mean, Volpe is like the tenth prospect in the game. I think he's like top ten. I think he's eight or ten, something like that. Um, he's right around the corner, so it would make sense to give Correa any kind of huge contract. They're clear that they won't spend too much money per year. So that wouldn't have gotten the AAV he was looking for. The only way Correa was going to be a Yankee was a long-term deal, which just wouldn't have made sense. Three of the three of the top twenty prospects the Yankees have are all shortstops. One of them has to pan out. You'd think. So I don't get why it was ever that big of a consideration. Not even to mention the fact of how he would fit in that clubhouse. Well, I was going to ask you that. We're we're obviously not in the mind of Carlos Correa. We don't know what he's thinking. But do you think? Where we're at right now, do you think he has his eyes set on New York once he inevitably gets out of Minnesota, whether it be next year or the year after that? To be honest with you, I, I think he has to have his eyes on those teams that are around the corner from being contenders, I think. So, like, for me, I, I, I think, like, the Mariners, the Tigers, teams like that that are on the brink of doing something – um, teams that are like they want to see what their core is capable of before they go out and sign a big time guy. I think the Tigers make sense because I know they just got Javi Baez, but like it's clear that he's open to playing second and he's fine at that position. So I would see like Detroit as as a as a better option. Um, but that's just me. I I don't know. I, I mean I could be wrong. Obviously we don't know. I just I I don't. I've never understood the 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 Yankee fans that are okay, kind of shrugging away everything. Um, all the beef that they had with him, just kind of letting it go. Not to mention his off-season comments about, you know, Jeter. It's like, you're kind of going after one of our icons here. It's like, you are you haven't said or done the right stuff at all to make me feel like you have a desire to be a Yankee. 
Um, Sadly, but we've seen we've seen beef with other guys that just you know Donaldson True. and Cole get squashed, and they're professionals. So I don't know. This just seemed to be it. Just seemed to run a little bit deeper. It, I'd never liked it. I never wanted it. I mean, I'm I'm completely fine with how things ended up. I I mean, I just truthfully, I don't think he cares about those things. I just think he wants us back. I mean, like the, I don't think about with you the, the thing with Jeter, the Yankee tradition, which. Yeah. Not to say everybody has to care about that, but I think no, yeah, for that's, Correa, I yeah, I, I, it's pretty transparent that I, I, yeah. I don't think he, that those things really matter to him as much, yeah, if at all. So it'd be very, either. it'd be very hard for the Yankees organization to try to pitch that. I mean, not that you, not that you're trying to pitch to your fans, yeah, you do, you do what you're going to do for the sake of your business, but I just feel like it'd be kind of a hard sell. I'd be like, hey, uh, this guy, not not all that high on Jeter. Doesn't really yeah. care about tradition or anything we got going on here, but uh, here's our guy. Um, yeah, just it, it. It seemed odd from the start, and then like the, uh, yeah, I don't know. I'm just I'm glad it didn't happen. I'm okay with. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles. We win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Speaking of, of another shortstop that the Yankees missed out on, Trevor Story, six-year, $140 million deal with the Red Sox. There's already been a couple that I know of. Uh, a couple Yankees that have been outspoken about this being the last team they wanted to see him go to, and yet here he is. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I got to give props to the Red Sox of kind of playing block a little bit. You know what I'm saying? That was um, exactly my thought. Yeah, like, and I would say, uh, I would guess that the Red Sox are probably one of the few teams that offered him a long-term deal. I I am very confident that any other offers he was really getting were probably that two, three year range. Look, this injury thing with his arm is, is interesting to me. So you can speak more on it from the outside. I think this is not a good look for Xander. I think this is not a good look for how the Red Sox feel about Xander. And I mean, a lot of money is going to have to go towards, towards Devers. You know, a lot of money is going to have to go towards Verdugo guys that potentially want to stick around. Um, you've got Tanner Houck that I feel like is going to break through at any moment and going to deserve a bag within these next few years as well. So you have to look at some guys that are around the corner from getting paid. I don't see how, how they're going to pay Xander or keep Xander. I don't, I don't want to talk about it. I it's, wanna... it's, I'm, I'd be nervous too, honestly. No, it's... Like I'm not even trying to be like no, no, no. an anti-Red Sox I, fan. I, I totally saying. get it. It's, it's a very realistic possibility. My only... My only outstanding thought on the whole Trevor Story situation is that I'm only I'm only gonna be a fan of this move if Xander stays. He doesn't have to stay for the rest of his career, like whatever. I know that those are those types of careers as we are learning, even with mm-hmm. like the the Freemans and guys like that. Yeah, few and far between. But he j- he does, in my opinion. Even though he's a Boris guy, he still, to me, seems like one of those guys that could potentially fit that bill. And so we're talking about making this move. Okay, fine. Where's Where's Trevor going to play? 
reports come out and say that Trevor's going to be the guy that bounces a second. I'm mm-hmm. fine with that. Yeah. Where I'm still a little nervous, though, is if this is just a, hey, Trevor, hang tight because our guy this, is walking next year. Yeah. Like, how is this any different from Trey Turner and Corey Seager with the Dodgers? Right. Right. right? Like, Trey just played second for a half of a season, and then Corey moved on, and he slid over. Right? That's kind of what this feels like to me. As far as Xander goes, tell me how it's any different from Jeter. If you think about career-wise through this point, right? Team success, right? Multiple rings, multiple accolades, all-star appearances, like, done really well. Yes, there's a knock on his defense. Not just Jeter. Can I just right. can I just interject here? Where's and say two because of Jeter? You're you're upsetting a lot. Of, I, believe me, I'm I'm picking up what you're putting down. But you're I'm, probably upsetting a I'm lot of Yankees saying, fans right now. That's fine. I don't care. But if you put player A and player B together, remove their names. Tell me how they differ that much. You know what I mean? He's won. He's won the heart of the city. He's the captain of the clubhouse. Multiple rings. All he cares about is winning. You know what I'm saying? Like a lot of what Xander is reminds me of Jeter. So I don't think you're far off at all by saying that I I think the Red Sox should make him their lifelong shortstop for sure. Like he needs to spend his career in Boston. I don't see, I mean, you think about the depth of that infield. I mean, actual size wise, it's a small infield. We're talking actual length of the of the dirt it's a small infield right because of the wall they've had to create a smaller infield to have a bigger outfield so if there's anywhere where xander can somewhat diminish range wise it's there but at a certain point you're like when are we going to stop with the analytics and realize that he's just a winner a rod was a better shortstop defensively than jeter but no one's going to come in and dethrone someone that's established established that position and i'm not saying the shortstop position i'm saying the guy just like you said the cornerstone the guy that if he stuck around long enough could have a statue outside kind of thing that's what xander is unless the red sox are really really willing to go deep in their bag and offer him a big time extension this makes no sense to me go trade for a true second baseman or let somebody come up at that position, but I I don't see why. I mean, maybe they're hoping for a, a Marcus Simeon part two situation here. That's I, true. Maybe I, maybe I Trevor is just a, a permanently a, a second baseman moving forward. If so, great. But again, you kind of come back to their the core that's going to have to get paid. Devers is going to get his bag. Devers is going mm-hmm. to be a three hundred million dollar player. Yeah, no doubt in my mind. That infield stacked. Yeah, it's gross. And Dahlbeck is poised for a breakout season as well, right? It looks like he's going to get all the chances he needs this year. So not to mention you have a young first base prospect. Cassis. That's coming up that is promising as well. Yes, JD's money's coming off the books soon. It's just, it seems fishy for the future. That's all I'm saying. Tell me if I'm wrong. I mean, you're not, you're not wrong. Just, it's tough to think about. It's tough to think that I might have to uh, put away the Xander jersey until... Until he officially retires, and I'm wearing it up to Cooperstown when the day inevitably comes. Um, yeah, but now Rafi's going to get his his bag, and that's going to be a big one. Um, trying to think, you know, I, I would imagine sometime in the near future we're going to have to be bringing in a rather expensive arm because I mm-hmm. feel like we're starting to dwindle a little bit in terms of top of the staff stuff. 
Like we're we're yeah. okay. Like we could definitely use another arm or two right now, but I think all things considered, we're okay. Like we're it could be far worse, but eventually we're gonna have to reestablish a little bit of dominance at the top of the rotation. So that's gonna add to the situation. I mean, you got as we already talked about, you got story on the books. It's it's not looking good for Xander. I, and and it's it's difficult to say. Well, maybe maybe take a hometown discount because like this is this is your organization. You grew up in this organization. This is all you've yeah. ever known, but it comes back to the fact that he's a Boris guy, which just makes it incredibly, incredibly difficult, if not impossible. I think all things are pointing to him moving on, and I think that's I, but I think the, that's a mistake. But I will say, I, I think you and I agree. I'd personally rather have Xander than Trevor Story. Absolutely, I'll take Xander ten times it's, out of ten, especially Xander in his home. Now, if you go put, if you say, "Hey, Xander," would you take Xander as a Mariner or Trevor Story as a Astro? the conversation can change a little bit, but Xander at home where he's comfortable and proven I'm taking Xander. Trevor's story has never dealt with this kind of attention. So I'm curious to see how he's going to do it. And you brought up Marcus Simeon. Look, Toronto is not Boston, right? The expectations are not the same now. Dunedin. Maybe a little bit, Dunedin. but yeah, exactly. <laughs> he wasn't even in Toronto. So the expectations are not the same. The expectations are going to be high for Trevor story. I'm curious to see how that changes. Because it was never high with the Rockies. It's always free and clear, right? If you're a Rocky, hey, whatever. We're 500 team. Who cares? You're an yeah, all-star. sweet Great. ballpark food. Yeah, like <laughs> they don't care. Boston cares. So I'm curious to see how that's going to work. Yeah, I'll take Xander 10 times out of 10. I, I'm I would hoping, agree with you. I'm hoping and praying somehow this works out. Because you can't. A guy like Mookie, okay, I get it. That We're talking transcendent talent here. Mm-hmm. But. In a situation like that, he's getting his bag, whether it's in Boston or L.A. or who, whoever, who, who really cares? Sure, Xander is not going to demand Xander, quite as I, large of a of a check. Devers will get a bigger check than Xander, exactly. But I'm just saying, if you're that organization, you have to look at the the situation with Xander. If you're the Red Sox, you have to look at situation situation with Xander and go. We can't let this guy go. Like I said, the the Mookie thing that's one thing because that guy is demanding insane money and mm-hmm. he has to, he's he has to get it sure wherever he ends up but you have to figure out a way to make this work because you recognize that you don't you're not gonna have to spend as much for a guy like Xander who in my opinion wants to be there wants to stay there so why piss him off he just By wants to be paid shorts <laughs> right he just wants to to be fair he apparently he uh supposedly had a a role in this uh the dude's rec- a pro. recruitment the dude's a pro he's classy he's a pro just i all all that to say, I, I think he wants to stay here. I just think he wants to be paid what he what he's due. For what he's done for this team. That you can't deny that. Exactly. Exactly. Can't deny that. Uh Nicholas Cassianos, five year, hundred million dollar deal with the Phillies. Sounds like he will be the Phillies new left fielder, thirty years old, coming off of what many could say would be his one of his best seasons in baseball. Um I see here that he finished fourth in the NL and average hit 34 bombs, which was tied for seventh. I don't know if I realized he hit 34 bombs. That's some, that's a major pop. Uh, drove in a hundred runs, uh, ranked third in slugging and fourth in OPS career best 3.2 war. Uh, also silver it, slugger. Is it time to slide to a, to a, to a let's go Phillies energy? Uh, I I texted you about it. I said I I'm I'm getting the warm and fuzzies with Philly right now, and wow, it, 
they just they happened to be on TV with their spring training game, and I was just I was listening to the talk about it, and I feel good about Philly. I do. I do too. I do too. I mean, that lineup is insane. That's a really good lineup. They're talking about Schwarber leading off, Castellanos two, Harper three. Do whatever you want. Four five. Go JT. Go Reese. Yeah, I'm kind of feeling that. That's dirty. That's that's pretty gross. Talk about the days Harper needs a half day off. Throw him at DH. Slide Castellanos to right. Schwarber to left. Just kind of rotate those three guys. Oh no, I you might got, be on board. You got the pop. You got the flexibility, like you just said. And even on top of all that, you're keeping your MVP happy. Yeah. So it, far, you've done what he's asked. He wanted 100%. you to bring back JT. He wanted you to go out and get two of the three guys of Schwarber, Cassianos, and KB. You went out mm-hmm. and got two of those three guys. Yeah. And you've built up what I think is going to be quite a quite a sleeper in the NL East. I agree. I agree. I mean, this team is is doing its thing. For sure. And I mean, I, like, I, I don't think Didi is any schmuck. Not at as all. A, as a seven-hole, eight-hole guy at shortstop, he's no schmuck. You know, Adubo Herrera playing a little center field, hitting ninth. That does have some occasional pop. This is an interesting lineup. I'm To be honest with you, I'm kind of ashamed. I just referred to them as a sleeper. I don't think they're a sleeper by any stretch based on the names we've just read off and the potential lineup that, well, I'm sure – be moved around and adjusted throughout yeah. the season as guy as those guys get hot because there's many guys in that lineup that can get hot and will get hot. Bone can relax a little bit. There won't be yeah. too much pressure on him to to perform offensively. You know, he definitely had a you know a pretty big skid last year, but right still he's young. There's potential there. Like give him some time, learn from these professional hitters. You have a lineup of professional hitters. That's just the truth. So. I don't know, man. Philly is Philly's interesting for me. And that's what I'm saying. I'm kind of upset with myself that I refer to them as a sleeper, but I just know that there's Braves and Mets fans who aren't going to want to hear any noise about the Phillies right now. But It's a good division. I mean, again, it goes back to who had the Braves doing what they did last year. It's true. You can't really write any of these teams off. I know the Phillies it's have true. been a little bit of the laughing stock of like, why aren't you why aren't you doing something here? You've got you've yeah. got pieces to work with, you're doing nothing. Yeah. But they've added to the point to where you have to look at that team and you don't really have an option but to consider them a, a viable threat out of that division. And say what you will, but Joe Girardi does have a ring on his resume. So he's done it before. He knows how. Props to to Dombrowski for for making some of these moves. Yes. He's probably destroyed every other, <laughs> destroyed the bank account, destroyed the farm system. But you can't be upset with that. If you if no, it ends up in a World Series, you can't be upset with that. Like if yeah. you're a fan, would you rather have the best farm system for ten years, or would you have would you rather yeah. have one or two World Series sprinkled in that span exactly. of a decade? Exactly. That's what they're going for. That's what you got to do. Commit to the bag and and just try to go get a ring. So. That's what that's what old Davey Dombrowski does. Old Davey D. How do you feel about the deal itself? Five year hundred mil. I think you texted me and said you thought he maybe was a little underpaid. I kinda did. Yeah. I do too. I'm a little surprised. I think um, I threw out maybe like one five, one twenty five. Is that is that too much? What were you thinking? Maybe like one fifteen. I was thinking one twenty to one forty. I was gonna guess in that range. But I don't know. I mean, 
this gives them some flexibility still. Yeah. 20 mil is 20 mil a year is really not that bad. Wish I made 20 mil a year. So, uh, <laughs> that'd be nice. I may not have, uh, $20 million, but, uh, buddy, I've got some big league chew. And that to me, can't put a price tag on that. I mean, you can't tell, tell me about bit. No, you can't put, tell me about big league chew. You can kind of put a price on it. No. Oh man. I get a $50 gas card. You can't put a price card, price tag on that. I've got a little trick for you. I'm going to tell you about, by the way. Big League Chew, founded by former left-handed pitcher Rob Nelson. Big League Chew started from humble beginnings in the Portland Mavericks bullpen in 1977. For more than 40 years, the iconic pouches packed with shredded, flavorful bubble gum has become the number one shredded gum of athletes everywhere. Big League Chew has sold more than 900 million pouches and is designated as the Hall of Fame bubble gum. Grab some gum and head to Big League Chew's social media channels, at Big League Chew on Twitter, at Big League Chew Gum on Instagram. To show off your big league bubbles. You can also find a list of retailers or purchase any of their products directly from their website at bigleaguechew.com. Uh, when's the last time you heard me have an absolute 10 out of 10 ad read? Nailed has that, that. Has that ever happened? Nailed that. No, it's never happened. There's always a stutter. I've always missed one of those words. <clears throat> Not this, today. I'm locked what's, in. What's this tip or trick you got to tell me about? So I saw it on TikTok. Basically what you do. Um, you find like your, uh, everyone knows Kroger grocery stores, right? Sometimes they're named Kroger. Sometimes they're named some weird local grocery store name. So for Virginia, it's giant, right? They're the, they're the Kroger brand. Yeah. So for Correct. us out here, it's called fries. Um, and then in Colorado, it's called King supers or whatever you download their app, right? The Kroger or your local grocery store app that uses Kroger. Okay. The reason you do this is because you know that those places have gas stations. Giant has gas stations, right? Some. Then you got to find who the gas station is that they partner with. Maybe it's like a Shell. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Something yeah. like okay. that, right? Yeah, yeah. Okay. You download the app of Kroger. You go take, there's two coupons that you download. You get four times the points. You know, when you buy groceries, you get points. It's cup- It's coupons, by the way, but continue. Right? When you go, when you go get those points, you like total up points, you can get discount on your gas. Right. When you buy a gift card, it's four times points. So you go buy like a Visa gift card for a hundred bucks. Okay. Then the other coupon you get is four times fuel points and hit that. Then you use that hundred dollar Visa card and you buy hundred dollars worth of gas. So you can get like a shell gift card. You go to the pump, way marked down because you're talking four times in points that's going to bring those points down and then you're talking four times in fuel points going to bring that down even more the tiktok that it showed it was at four dollars it came all the way down to nine cents the dude filled up for like three dollars and twenty cents what are you talking about not i am not joking that's impossible that's the one-time use because you used all that points for that so at that point, you have those two or one big gas gift card of Shell. You got like $97 left. So you just use that towards your next you know, couple tanks, and you won't have any points towards that. But you basically get technically like close to a free tank every time you're ready to spend $100 on gas. You know, we're always due, every time a new season rolls around, we're always due for a new segment. Can we introduce, can I just throw out the idea of this segment being completely non-baseball related? Non-baseball related. Life Hacks with Nate. <laughs> just, you know, halfway through, just stop, I, just stop, take a pit stop. and Total transparency, I've yet to try it because I just saw it two days ago, and I haven't needed to fill up yet. 
But I downloaded the app and I'm going to see how it goes. I'm going to see how much it brings it down. I'm talking four times the points on $100, right? So some of these places you get one point for every 10 bucks you spend. So we're talking 10 points for 100 bucks times four is 40 points, four times gas. That's 160 points. It's going to bring that gas price down. Just saying. Life I'm not great me. at math, but that sounds nice. You know what I'll else you know sounds if nice? If I fill up my tank, which is typically about 70 bucks, if I fill up my tank Yikes. for $4, I'm going to let you know. Uh, I may have to give that a try. <laughs> and then Meredith and I will go and turn around and use that on a blow it on a dinner or something. Who knows? Yeah. Well, I, they, they, the guy also said that uh, TikTok keeps deleting his videos, so it must work. Shady business. <laughs> I know it's not shady, Nate. Seekeek. It's answer to all your ticket needs. Are you looking for tickets? Do you have plans with friends or family to make it to an upcoming game or concert? Are you even looking months ahead to nail down a date to get tickets before they sell out? With SeatGeek, you can find tickets to games, concert shows, and even theater performances with just a few easy clicks. We're making it even better for you if you're a first-time user. SeatGeek, the next time you add some tickets to your cart, use our promo code THE, the number three, the number zero, take pod at checkout to save $20 instantly off your first purchase as a first-time user. So all you got to do to save some of that? Cold, hard gas money. Yeah, because we all need more of that right now. Enter promo code THE, the number three, the number zero, that's the 30-take pod at checkout. And again, we're not the 30-take pod. We're the 30-take podcast. Wow, two seamless ad reads, if I do say so myself. Incredible. Incredible. Also, I mean, like, can we just have a little bit of a little bit of an announcement for, for followers that haven't gotten there? I mean, there's like, no when you're watching baseball. It's a three Oh count. It's not a 30 count. There's it's not a, it's not a 30 take. There's yeah, no three Oh take. Find me a reference in baseball where it's the 30 take. I mean, I get it. It's our handle and our promo code, but you can't use hyphens and, and handles. So find and me a be, fix to be also clear. You and I are both, very much okay with three O daddy hacks. So yes. but this is our take on sports. Now do you get it? It's our take on what's going on in baseball. There you the go. Three O take. It's a play Bingo. on words. It's a baseball thing. Now it makes sense. It's that simple. Jorge Soler, three year three thirty six million dollar deal with the Marlins. Fan? Not a fan? Upset at the Braves for not bringing him back? Where do we stand on this, my friend? Um, I like it. Three years, how much? 36. Yeah, makes sense. Why not? Run into some baseballs down there, you know? Marlins aren't aren't looking all that bad themselves. If they can go out and get, I know I know he's uh, still got, what, 30 games left on a suspension, but you go out and get a Ramon Laureano, yeah. you're not looking too bad. You're really not. I mean, look, the truth is Soler is capable of 40 or 50 home runs at any at any moment. He's clearly delivered on the big stage. I know that the Marlins may not necessarily be quite ready for that big of a stage, but for 36 mil, that's a bargain for a guy that is capable of going absolutely off. I think it's a good deal. I like Jorge Estelar. I, I liked him when he was a Royal. Yeah, I just wish they didn't play in what is perceived and expected to be a very competitive division Yeah, this year. Uh, because yeah. aside from that... I. I kind of like the Marlins this year. I mean, I'm not. I do too. It's I think, a tough division, but yeah. I think we can retire, like you were saying. I think we. I think it's time to retire the "Let's Go Marlins" mojo because 
Look, your guy Jeter dipped out, so yeah, that's not like that's my not a team. Ties are removed. <laughs> that's not a team I want to get behind. If you've got a, a proven winner being like, yeah, no, that uh, you guys aren't about this, I'm out. So sorry, we may this may have to be the official retirement of Let's Go Marlins. So it was it was cute, lasted for a year. It's over now. It worked. I mean, yeah, Marlins yeah. made a little bit of noise, just just yeah. a little bit, just a little bit. Yeah. But I mean, you got Miguel Rojas. Just looking at the projected lineup here. Again, this may be accurate, maybe a little off. Who knows? They got Miguel Rojas. You got Jazz Chisholm, Avisel Garcia, who I believe they just added. Mm-hmm. Jorge Soler. Now you got Jesus Aguilar, uh, Jesus Sanchez, Brian Anderson, Jacob Stallings, who you also recently added. Mm-hmm. So, like I said, I mean, That's if you can, bad. if you can slot in a Ramon Laureano or maybe even a Brian Reynolds. I know he's mm-hmm. out there in Ooh, the mix. Yeah. Interesting. They'd have By to give the, up quite a bit, but they would, but have you, have you seen Brian Reynolds numbers? Very surprising. Yeah. Right? He was you just doing his thing, him, huh? doing his thing up there in Pittsburgh. Uh, yeah. but if you can side in one of those two guys, that's a, that's a pretty solid lineup. I pretty agree. Solid. I agree. Yeah. I feel like if they were going to deal for Reynolds, it would have happened with the Stallings deal, but, uh, I'm gonna. I'm just gonna go ahead and 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 say that they're gonna be okay. That's a good lineup. Um, they're gonna play good defense. As far as uh, the Braves go, I, I think they made their choice with Eddie Rosario. It wouldn't have made sense to bring them both back, um, especially with a, a young Drew Waters coming up. That's gonna need to prove himself. So uh, they're gonna need some time for that. But Duvall, Rosario, Acuna when healthy, uh, Azuna. That's a that's a pretty crowded outfield. Um, no need to bring Solaire back as much as uh, as much success as he had there. But smart of the Marlins to say, hey, like he had a, a great year last year and he did a lot of damage here in the NL East. He showed that he can perform in the NL East. So let's keep him in the NL East and see what he brings us. And for twelve million a year, uh, that's a bargain. Yeah, I really like the the fit for him in Miami. I think he's gonna bring. Not, he's not going to necessarily bring because it's already there, but he's going to add a little bit to the buzz, to the electricity mm-hmm. that already exists it's around the organization. It, very, very much so, and I think that's a that's a great fit for him. So, yeah, excited to see how it pans out for him. Excited to see how he looks in those in those threads. If I'm being honest with you, the dude is built like a superhero. Like he is broad. That guy is huge. Literally built like a superhero. He's going to be he's going to be doing his thing in those threads for sure. Big fan. Uh, speaking of the Braves, Kenley Jansen, one year, $16 million deal with the Braves. Uh, he had pri- previously had spent his, uh, entire 12 year career with the Dodgers, uh, finished last year with a two, two, two ERA and 38 saves. Um, apparently sounds like Anthopolis, uh, kind of brought Will Smith, the Braves closer into the mix and said, Hey, what do you think about this? And he said, I want another ring. I want another parade. Go get him. And as Anthopolis does, he he goes out and gets this guy. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I'm looking at I'm looking at their their bullpen, and I'm I'm feeling this. Kenley Jansen, Will Smith, Tyler Matzik, AJ Minter, Colin McHugh, Luke Jackson, Sean Newcomb. I mean, yeah, I'll take yeah. that. Tucson too. Tuki Tucson is is no snub. I mean, I'm feeling this. I'm feeling this, and um, you know, Colin McHugh has kind of has kind of found his way in the bullpen a little bit. I wouldn't give him; I mean, he may get the occasional spot start, 
but you know that long man that crafty little you know weird delivery that he's got yeah, just, he's a little quirky i'm feeling this bullpen i red really so- am red Sox legend i might add never Colin McHugh. never pitched an inning but <laughs> was a was a, a red Sox legend I like this. I really you do, do. You do remember the Red Sox. He he was with the Red Sox, correct? I don't at all. Yeah. They what do it win? Didn't pitch an inning. It, he sat out the, the COVID season. Ah, that's what it was. Red Sox legend. Well. Build a statue. Sometimes you gotta. I, I'm, I like that. I like that bullpen. The Braves are set to, to mm, yeah. They're set to do damage for sure. Yeah. I'm, uh. Like I said, big big fan of the the potential of this division this year. Yeah, um, for I mean, sure. I think now you have a legitimate threat in the Mets, unlike the previous couple seasons, where it's like, oh yeah, this is the year we got our guy. No, that you 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 let a raccoon get in the way of everything and just yeah. fell the shambles. So you got, as we talked about, you this got this team the, just you, seems more professional about things anyway. Yeah. You know. It's it's kind of like the Patriots, you know, like like when guys go to play for Bill Belichick, they just kind of they know how to turn it on and focus up and just play football. That's what like the Braves make me feel like. Not that Snicker is like Belichick. It's just when they go there, they're like, oh, 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 we just ball down here. That's it. Okay. Oh, we're not about like the L.A. Hollywood glamour, the New York glamour. We just ball down here. All right. That's what it looks like to me. And, it, and healthy, that infield is right up there with the best of them, both defensively and offensively. Healthy, that outfield I would probably take against anybody. Rotation has a couple injury question marks, but the bullpen is solid. Oh, no. I don't think they're missing too much. I mean, you could just flex on the division and, and go out and add a, a a solid arm to that rotation, and you're you're ready to roll. In addition Adopolis to what they already scared. have. I'm That's not saying, saying I'm not no, saying they're yeah. lacking them. I'm just saying in addition to what you already have. Anthopolis isn't scared of making that that in that you know that midseason move anyway. Just those couple core pieces, just like he did last year with Rosario and Soler, has and Duvall. He has no issue being realistic on you know what kind of shape they're in, looking in the mirror and saying, We need this. And he does it in a smart way. Tell me he's not one of the best GMs in baseball, if not the best. He's definitely right up there. So the Braves are Braves are chilling. Braves fans, as you might expect, would tell you he's number one, and it's not particularly close for number two. Yeah, but I I don't know if I could argue with it. Dude is a genius. Dude is a genius. Uh, and rounding out the list of recent transactions since our last recording, um, or at least notable, I guess you could say. I don't know how notable it is. Michael Pineda, one year, five point five deal with the Tigers, plus a potential two and a half. And incentives leaving Carlos Correa's new team, staying in the division. He's coming off a 3.62 ERA season with 21 walks, 88 strikeouts, across 109 innings, 22 games, 21 of those were starts. Uh, but as I mean, if you're familiar with this guy, you know the velocity just isn't there anymore. He averaged 90.7 miles an hour on his fastball last year, which I mean, hey, we we've seen that you don't. Always need the velocity, but it, it helps. But if you're able to spot, you can kind of buy some time a little bit. You can fight off father time there a little bit. But, yeah, I mean, he's 
He's getting a little. I mean, yeah. how old is he now? I don't know. I I feel like the book is pretty much written on Pineda as far as his career. He's only got eight years in the books. That's hard yeah, to believe. I know. It's weird. It's real weird. Um, he just uh, yeah, a little bit of a letdown performance wise. But hey, I mean, coming off a good year, talking about a young Tigers rotation that could use some you know veteran presence. Um, he's thirty three, by the way. So yeah, I don't mind it. That's hard to believe. It must have just been the drop-off was pretty drastic because I just feel like he's been pitching a long time, but he's only got eight years in the books, which, I mean, to some, that is a long time, but, man. He's also huge now. He's put on a lot of weight. That's a big, big human being. Yeah. A lot of mass equals gas there. Well, lack of gas. gas. (laughs) Yeah. Lack of gas. Well, no Uh, fastball gas. I'm sure there's plenty of other (laughs) Okay, guy. Uncalled Uh. for. (laughs) Pinata's over here taking... Ricochets from Nate. Come on, that's your that's your former guy right there. No, nope, 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 nope. Lathered nope. up in nice, nope. sweet smelling tar. Yeah, lathered up. What a goon! Uh, with the Tigers, he's going to be joining a rotation that features Erod, Casey Mize, Tariq Skubal, and Matt Manning. They're laying yeah. it like like I told you uh, a number of episodes holder. back. Yeah. They're laying not they're laying the, not they're with this the groundwork. Pin- not with this Pineda move, they're not laying the groundwork, but elsewhere in that yeah. clubhouse, they're they're laying the groundwork. Yeah, they're okay. Tigers, they're be Tigers right. will be good. Yeah, AJ Hinch knows how to coach. Torkelson, I can't wait to see him break out. Dude's got crazy pop. It's coming. That rotation's gonna be good. I'm waiting to see Casey Mize like yep. really establish himself. I'm waiting to see that. I'm curious if that's gonna happen. I don't I don't want him to be a flop. I want I want him to to turn out to be pretty good, but he hasn't shown like even a flash of being an ace so it's a little disappointing but you know there's still time maybe it'll break out i found out uh a number of months ago that the guy that officiated my wedding their their family is actually great family friends with the with the mize family oh yeah yeah and they go to tigers games all the time so feel free to make that connection yeah who knows Maybe maybe we'll get our guy casey on here chat some uh some exciting tigers future baseball um other than that, I mean, that's it's really all about – I mean, that's really all I got. I mean, unless you can think of anybody else. Do we have any free agent names left? Any names we're waiting to to find a spot? I don't know. I, I, Story had to have been one of the last pieces, right? I feel like he was too. I'm trying to think here. Oh, well, I, I not necessarily free agents, but I know they're talking Manaya and Montas. They're mm-hmm. very much in the mix, so yeah, possibly expect them to find a new home – soon yeah also uh it happened just like five minutes ago i wasn't sure if you saw it but uh the blue jays did extend matt chapman two years 25 mil so a little uh little safety net for matt chapman the braves the braves are laughing they say oh you signed a cornerstone infielder (laughs) we're gonna sign ours to what the next eight or nine years yeah and that whole that whole infield is is only making like (laughs) Uh, maybe 20 mil, like 60 bucks an hour. <laughs> yeah. They're, they're chilling. I think, I think Olsen, Albies and Acuna are totaling like less than 40 mil. It's scary. It's, and those I mean, guys scary, good, long it's, time. Yeah. It's good for the organization, but it, yeah, it's, it's concerning, I guess is the more accurate word for the player side of things. Cause that's, that's they're big names, not making a whole lot of money. That's kind of a, Gotta be borderline like, illegal almost. Yeah, yeah. That level of robbery. Yeah. 
that's Anthopolis though. The guy's a genius. It's just I'm not sure if yeah, like you said, the player side is like uh, we're fighting for more money and we're having Acuna settle for that. Okay, got a uh, Acuna flipping patties in the off season just to make <laughs> ends meet. Come on, come on, Anthopolis. What are we doing here, guy? Uh, uh well, that's about uh, all I got. You got any any more life hacks for the people, or are you just ready to ready to get out of here? I'm learning a lot from TikTok. That's all I'll say. Lot, lot of, lot of nice little hacks. It's a, I tell you what, man. It's a, it's a time suck. I'm, I'm more of a reels guy myself. Mm. I just get caught up in the Instagram reels. But uh, my TikTok is literally just like food, like cooking, and then just like life hacks, and then stand up comedians. That's, that's basically all I, I, all I look right, at. Well, keep an eye out for more life hacks and even maybe think of some of your own, like, you know, like if there's life hacks that exist in your life right now that are a, a product of Nate Reyes living, feel free to bring those to the, the show. And maybe we might make this an, an ongoing thing. See how the people feel. I got it. those little, those little rubber pieces that go on like the back of like your, your bedside table. So you stick those to the back and it's got this little rubber piece that holds your cord up, like your charging cords. Look at that. I've got those. Look at that little bonus life hack. Yeah. Check out Amazon for those like five bucks. They're like a size of a quarter. Stick them to the back of your, your dresser, your bedside table or whatever. And then the cord won't fall all the way down to the floor. Stuff's just always there, ready to go. I mean, you're welcome. We may have to leave a poll up to people if they want to see this new (laughs) segment, but I may have to make it an executive decision here and just introduce it regardless. Cause I'm excited to, to learn a lot. You're welcome. It's about, it's about all I got, my friend, unless you got anything else. I can't think of anything, so I'll keep you informed, though. I'll let you know. Looking forward to it. Yeah. Do me a favor, and please don't you dare chase one curveball. We love you all, and as always, looking forward to talking more baseball with you guys soon. Until next time, stay filthy.